And this is Moment of Hope brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Good morning. We have come to the end of the seventh month of 2022. What have been your goals so far? Have you been able to accomplish them? What are your plans for the rest of 2022? One thing we know that, you know, once we set goals, we have expectations. Once we're a part of life, yeah, we're going to have some expectations. Sometimes they are met. At other points, they are just not met. And we experience what we call disappointment. Uh, as believers, we are encouraged to count our many blessings and name them one by one. And the truth be told is that every now and then we encounter situations which leave us disappointed, overwhelmed with grief. I personally wish we never had to face disappointment, but that is not reality. As long as we are alive, this will happen. But just how do we deal with disappointment today? We will focus on thriving through disappointment. And it is my prayer that if you have been disappointed in any way, you will find peace and hope thou in God. This morning, my guest is Paul Blake of the church, the Old Arbor Church of Christ. He's also author of many books and counting, <laughs> and he's founder and CEO of Words Worth It Publishers. He will be sharing with us some practical ways on how we handle disappointment and, of course, encouraging us to look to God because it is God that we need in every situation that we ever go through, more so through disappointments. Pastor Paul Blake, welcome. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I am good, thanks. Now, Pastor, we are familiar with the psalm, with Psalm 42, when David, the psalm is just echoed. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? And then he answered the question, Hope yes. <laughs> thou in God, for I oh, shall yet praise him, who is the elf of my countenance and my God. This morning, I want for you to speak to just what is disappointment and also what is hope, because we know when we get disappointed, sometimes we, our focus shift from hoping. So tell us about mm. the two and just how we can handle disappointment when they come. Well, uh, you know, given, given the times that we live in, I think this is a is a is a most appropriate subject. Uh, disappointment really has to do with with sadness, despair, um, and unfulfilled you know, that things like that, and and hope really is assurance and confidence and expectation that things will get better. And I think I love the part about hope more than disappointment because right? <laughs> you know, I I always live in anticipation that no matter what city the situation is, that it will it will get better. You know, I, I wake up every day knowing that um today cannot be like yesterday because today is is a new day. So 
disappointments are a part of life. And, you know, as long as we live in this world because of, of sin and, and all that broken relationship with God, we, we will always have disappointments. People will never, will not always meet our expectations and so forth. But the greatest thing is to, is hope. You know, as as Hebrews verse Hebrews eleven verse one says, no, 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 faith is the substance of things hoped for and the yes. evidence of things not seen. You know, so hope is always there. Hope is always there, and that's what we focus on. I know the disappointment is there. We're not saying ignore it altogether, deal with it, process it, but focus on the hope. Now. Continue, Pastor. Just tell us some practical things that we can do when there's disappointment. How do we manage it so that we're not swimming in disappointment and get lost along the you way? Know, let me. I want. I want to just change something a little bit because I don't want to give you, giving the audience a whole list of things. I'm just going to look at two things, and I'm going to refer to um, Psalm one forty three, verse one, verse one through twelve. And I'm not going to read or read it, but just give you the gist of it. In Psalm 143, verse 1 through 12, is one of the darkest points of David's life, where he faces defeat, depression, discouragement, and, and disappointment. And, you know, it, it is one of those periods of his life where he writes at the first part of that psalm that basically he doesn't even understand where God is in, 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 this, in this part of, of, of his life. And when I look at that, there, there, there are two things I want to point out. There is the pain of disappointment. And the pain is, is the part that we must go through. And the, the truth is, the, going through the pain of disappointment is, is not easy. And based on the different circumstances that we will go through in our lives, we will have to deal with the different the, the, the pain of, of disappointment at different points. And it's going to be more difficult at some points than others. But when I look at Psalms like Psalm 121, verse 1 and 2, Psalm 27, verse 1, Psalm 23, verse 1 to 4, and Psalm 46, verse 1, the, the, it gives us a kind of assurance of God's providential care, even while we are going through the pain of disappointment that God gives us this assurance that regardless of what we are going through, his presence is always there with us. David also, you know, points out that where can I go, right, from your presence? If I, if I, if I climb to the top of the mountain, you are there. And if I go to the depths of the sea, he says you are there. So even while we are, we are having to deal with the pain of disappointment, we can have the assurance that that God is, is there with us. But sometimes we focus so much on the pain of disappointment that we forget the other P, which is the, the prize, right? The, 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 the pain is there, but greater still is the prize. And, and the prize speaks to the outcome of, of what we go through. So when we are in that space that valley of despair and disappointment and i tell you the valley of despair and disappointment is is not an easy place to be but here's one thing i want to point out to us though we have to be in the valley of this despair and disappointment god doesn't want us to reside there god wants us to move from the valley of disappointment and despair and see the prize 
And there is always the prize that is there waiting for us. And David points that out in his psalm. Another psalm that I, I love so much is Psalm 73, where this is a psalm of Asaph. When in the beginning of that psalm, Asaph writes about his disappointment again, because he thinks that God has somehow forgotten him. He says, when I look at the prosperity of the wicked and, and when I look at what, you know, what they have to deal with, Asaph says, this is nothing that compared to what I have to deal with. Asaph said that they don't even die as, as normal men do. And he says, truly God is good to Israel. But as for me, my feet had almost slumbered or slipped. Because he said, when I paid attention to the things around me, I totally forgot what God was doing. And I was, I was giving more attention to the, 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 the circumstances of, of my life rather than to look at God who gives the prize. And the truth is, if we, if we do well in the valley of despair and disappointment, we are going to lose sight of what God is doing. In other words, we are going to lose sight of the prize. All right, so my encouragement to us is don't dwell in the valley of despair. It is there, and we have to deal with it. But sometimes when we are in the valley of despair, we have to claw ourselves out of it. You know, we have to get down on our knees, and we have to creep. Sometimes you might have even bloody knees and fingers. But there is no prize in, in the valley of despair. The prize is actually looking to God and seeing the hope that he provides. And, and you know, when you look throughout, throughout the Bible, the Bible is a book of hope, right? Yes, there are, there, are, there are many, many things to deal with where the scriptures are concerned that, you know, when people are going through different stuff. But the, the, greatest, the greatest thing about the, 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 the word of God is, is the hope that it provides. And uh, yes, every chapter of the Bible is, is, is full of hope. Right. And I think that is the thing that we must we must focus on. I can I can tell you we are in very difficult times. We are in serious times. Uh, and every day is another is another string of disappointments to deal with. But here here is the truth. Even in the midst of our disappointments, have God ever left us alone? No, he has never left us alone. And sometimes God brings us through circumstances that we can't even explain these circumstances. And I, you know, I'm reminded of Romans chapter 8, verse 28. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. And what that, what that says to me is that God is able to use whatever situation that I'm going through to bring about some good from it and to also give himself glory and honor. And, and, and that for me is, is assurance. You know, it, you know, it is saying to me that disappointment doesn't last. You know, the, the, the phrase, this too shall pass. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes. So, so whatever we are going through, we must approach life that, you know, this too shall pass. You know, I, I go to sleep every night, regardless of what I'm going through in the day, knowing that this too shall pass. <laughs> so it, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful thought. God, God is in control. He controls every direction of our lives, whether good or bad. He controls the good times. He controls the good experiences. He controls all the, dis the disruptions that we face. Yeah. And even while we are looking towards a prize, never forget that God is also in control of the valleys. Right? There, there, there is a famous account in, 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 in the Bible where Israel is going to, going to fight against, against the Syrians. And the Syrians say, you know, let us, let us fight them in the valley because their God is a God of the mountain. 
And so they took Israel, Israel down into the valley to fight them, thinking that they would lose the battle. But God proved himself that, you know, as much as I'm a, I'm a God of the mountain, I'm also a God, I'm also a God in the valley. Oh, yes. And Israel, Israel won that battle in, in the valley. So there is no circumstance in our lives that is outside of God's control. Right? And, and God, God, God has used some of the, the most disappointing situations of our lives. To prove himself that he is, you know, he is God. And, and that is what, you know, I, I wrote something last night, uh, which I'm going to post um, next week, that, you know, when it when it comes to God, there 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 is no budget for God's promises. There's no there's no budget for God's promises. You know, we can we can budget our lives. We can budget our money. Uh, and, and, and our budget is basically you know, determined by, by, by what we can see and what we have. And we don't usually do our budgets outside of what we have and can afford. But when we look at God's promises, there, there's no budget for God's promises. God doesn't work within a budget. I mean, when you look at how God returns his blessings and promises to us, think of all the people that are in the world, 7.5 million billion of us and probably more. And God can bless us all at once. All at once. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he's he's not he's not limited, limited by by our our, our, our mind or you know our thinking. He he and, and so even while we are going through disappointment and despair, we must understand that it is God who is able to work outside of circumstances. And if you if you look at the if you look at the scriptures. When God works in the lives of people, it is always outside of normal circumstances because God is not normal. <laughs> Supernatural God. <laughs> if, if, God, if God is only able to work within normal circumstances and boundaries, then we don't have any need for God. That's true. Because we can do it by ourselves. So God uses the disappointments, uses the despair, the discouragement and all of that. And that is where he does his best work. Wow. You know, I, I hear you say that is where he does his best work. The truth is sometimes when we're going through the valley, yes, we're going through mm -hmm. different circumstances. We are not seeing God because we're so focused on what we're experiencing. I heard you earlier. There is the pain and there is the price. <laughs> the price. <laughs> and so we have to focus not only on the pain, but the prize and the That's reality, right. the reality that God will take us through. I noticed that you use, you cite so many different scriptures from the Psalms and other places in the Bible. And I mm -hmm. just want to say to our people listening this morning, listen now, the word of God can help pull you through any disappointment. You think that you have trouble? You think that you're experiencing the worst of worsts? There are some purses in the Bible and God did not leave out their circumstances and what yes, they went right. through. God has placed it there for us as, a, as an encouragement that if they went through by the grace of God, you too can go through the different circumstances of life and move from the pain to the prize. Nice. From the, right. <laughs> from the pain to the prize. Um, Pastor, you also 
mentioned that there's no budget for God's promises and mm -hmm. we see what the economy is like though and the truth is that's one of the things that is causing persons to be disappointed when when they see so many things are increasing right around us but our pay is not increasing yet God say go get that's house right. go get car go go make provision for your family go do this and we think that you know what the promises maybe have devalued but I hear you say there's no budget for God's promise. That's right. That's right. That's right. You, you know, when, when you put your life on paper, does it make sense? <laughs> if you put your life on paper, it doesn't make sense. It's all about God, right? And there, there, there is no, there's no measurement for God's blessings. And that is one of the reasons why we always have to believe. Paul says, I keep pressing to the prize, the higher calling in Jesus Christ. And that, that's always a good place to be as a Christian. Always a good place to be. Thank you so much for those words of encouragement, those powerful nuggets. And I'll, I'll echo what you said. There is no circumstance in our life that is out of God's control. Everything is in his hands. So listeners, trust him. Whatever you're going through in this season, God has not forgotten you. God is with you and he will continue to be with you. My guest today is Paul Blake of the Old Arbor Church of Christ. He's also author and founder and CEO of Words Worth It Publishers. And we have been discussing thriving through disappointment as he shares with us different scriptures, you know, in the Bible of just hope encouraging us that there is hope in God and telling us that in the valley God is there on the mountain top God is there pastor even as we, we we say you know God is there the truth is that with all the circumstances that are around us sometimes our disappointment is with God and not with the people not with the circumstances because we expect God to do some things in some timeline that we set and sometimes we don't see it you know how can we approach God in moments like these when we're disappointed with him uh, just look at the life of Job. You know, sometimes we, we paint Job to be somebody that Job wasn't. I mean, in, in Job's moments of despair and disappointment, Job made God know how he was feeling. And God already knows what we are going through and he knows how we are feeling. Oh, yes. And so even, even you know, when we are going through disappointment, sometimes we, we, you know, want to put on a show to the world that everything is all right. But God knows that our world is tearing down. And in our disappointments and despair, the best thing that we can do is, is, is to be honest with how we feel. I mean, yes, there are, I mean, I don't know of any Christian who is going to be honest to say that when they are going through stuff sometimes and God doesn't respond in, in the time that our limited mind thinks that he should respond, that we don't feel disappointed in God. We do. Well, I, I can't speak for myself. I, I, I yeah. But here's the key. Here's the key. Because of what I know about God, I don't dwell in that space. Because every time, if I, if, if, if I look back at, at all that God has done for me, there is no 
time in my life that God has ever left me in disappointment. So the only thing that I need to do is to learn how to wait on him to respond. There's another thing that we miss in this in disappointment. While we are going through the valley of disappointment and despair, there are several lessons that God wants us to learn. The truth is, many of us sometimes dwell in that space of disappointment. And when we come out of it, we never learn anything. And that is oftentimes why we end up back in the same space. Because the lessons that should have been learned in that space, we never did. And so when we are going through these things in our lives, ask the question, what is it that God wants me to learn in this space? You remember what Paul says? In any situation, I have what? I have learned to be contented. Paul says, I have learned how to abase and I have learned how to abound. Whatever situation I find myself in, Paul says, because of the lessons that I've learned, I'm able to weather the storm. And so when we are going through these things in our lives, that we must look at what is the lesson that God wants me to learn in, in this space. And the truth is, be honest with how you are feeling. Because even when, even when we try to paint a picture to the world that everything is all right, God, God knows what, what, how we are feeling. And he knows if we are disappointed in him. We can't hide that from him. <laughs> we certainly can't hide that from him. Another, you know, key point, um, Pastor, is that some persons have been indoctrinated with the idea that once you become a Christian, everything in your life will be well. And so when the disappointment comes, the master, no man, nobody never tell me about this. You know, I always thought that Jesus is going to fix everything but i heard you earlier that sometimes god allows us to go through these things that we learn some valuable lessons you know what are your views on on this whole idea that everything should be well <laughs> anybody who believes that marja has never read the bible has never read anything that that that, that was written for us you know i i, I just refer to paul in in um Second Corinthians chapter 11, from about verse 23 through 28, Paul speaks of the things that he had to bear for the cause of Christ and the gospel. And he lists out a whole set of things that he, that he went through. And I don't know if anybody, anybody normal can go through so many things for the cause of the gospel. And at the end of that text, Paul says, Besides the many other things that I had to bear, he says, my greatest concern is for the church. After all, bearing all of these things. And so Paul knew that if he was going to be committed to the cause of Jesus Christ, he had to go through some stuff. There's no passage in the Bible that tells us that, the, the, as a matter of fact, Peter says, if anyone desires to be a Christian, he will do what? He will suffer. That's what he says. So even though there are many blessings to be had being a Christian, we must understand the reality of our lives is that because of who God is, because of what we should stand for, right? Then there are some things that we are going to go through. And there is possibly nobody in this world who will face disappointment more than the person who decides to follow after God. Because everything about what we do goes against the grain of what society says. What society does to... um. To, to, to dispel their disappointment. We don't have that choice. We have to wait on God. 
We have to work oh, yes. within, within, within the ambits of the boundaries that God has set us. And so, therefore, if we think that when we become Christians, we are going to be on easy street, then we are in for a world of disappointment. <laughs> it, it does, I, I, you know, I often say at church that God, 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 God is neither the tooth fearing or the Easter bunny. And so he doesn't, he doesn't, he, you don't, don't expect him to wave a one and all our problems will, 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 will you know, <laughs> will disappear into thin air. We have to go through, you know, the thing about goal is that for goal to come out, to be the, the, what it is so that we can wear it and shine, it has to go through the fire. There's a process. Process. And for us, for as if we want to grow and mature as Christians, we have to understand that there's some fire that we have to go through also. It's a process. So disappointments are going to come, listeners, but we know the God that we serve, that we can trust him to lead us, to direct us, and be mindful. Disappointment or no disappointment at the present moment, God is in control of our lives. And when the disappointment comes, God will take us through it. Pastor, right. we know if we read the Bible, so many of us talk about Daniel in the lion's den. I mean, yes. he went through. God could have said, That's no right. man, That's my right. son, you will not be thrown in there. And he was doing that because of his relationship with God. He was thrown in prison because he was praying. And so right. listeners, as we connect with God, there are circumstances and things that are going to be thrown at us. But be mindful. The same God who delivered Daniel, the same God who took David through the many things and the other psalmists that they went through is the same God that we serve today. God has not changed. We have That's changed. Right. Times have changed. Circumstances have changed, but God has not changed. And so this morning, as we look at thriving through disappointments, we can echo Hope thou in God. We can speak to our soul for God is the health of our countenance. We can look to him. Pastor, there's just so much more we can talk about this morning from pain to the prize and focus on God. But as we close this morning, I want for you to just pray for the people who are listening this morning and remind us, reminding us, you know, that there's hope in God and prayer as we connect with God. Let us pray. Heavenly God, we come before your presence and we give you thanks that you are the God who stands before us, the God who stands behind us. We recognize, my God, that there are many situations in our lives that cause disappointment, that cause despair and discouragement. But Father, your word continues to remind us that when it comes to what you can do for us, there is nothing that rests beyond your power. And so even while we face the circumstances of this life, help us to never forget that our hope, our assurance, our confidence lies in you. We recognize, God, that there are several valleys of despair, valleys of disappointment, valleys of discouragement that we'll find ourselves in from time to time. But you, my God, have always proven yourself 
to be the God of the valley as well as the God of the mountain. Yes, Lord. And so even while we struggle, oh God, with life circumstances, help us to never forget that we can always look to you for our help, look to you for strength. We pray, God, that as we go through today, that we will remember, oh God, what you have done in the past and the things, oh God, that you have promised in the future. Be with us, oh God, as we look to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May I remind you, the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica brings moments of hope to you every Sunday at 7.30 a.m., Thanks to my guest, Pastor Paul Blake. Thanks to you, our listeners. If you need prayer counseling or further information, call the Missionary Church Association office at 924-1378 or WhatsApp 7910527. Also, link us on Facebook at Moments of Hope MCAJ with your comments. I am Marja Elaine Francis. Regardless of what you encounter in life, there is hope and there is power in prayer. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reminds us that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. I invite you to pray by yourself or join with a family member or a friend and let us pray being mindful that God answers prayers. Tune in again next week for another moment of hope.